0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind.
2: This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Good morning, everyone. Happy
1: holidays to all. Hope everyone is having a good one as we enter into the holidays coming up. And I just wanted to remind everyone... uh, Go ahead and raise your hands if you have questions on anything tech-related. Make sure that you allow the same respect to anyone else in answering their question that you would want for your question. We're going to try and get through everyone's first hands first. And then if we get through everyone, we can take second hands and uh, go for second questions. Also, I wanted to remind everybody that if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, something you'd like to suggest, maybe something for the education series or anything else, that's how you would get a hold of us, unmute at gmail or unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Michael, you want to talk about some up? coming information we have in the podcast feed, and we have a few other announcements.
2: Yeah, I feel like the first 10 minutes is going to be filled with announcements. Probably not, but it's a great opportunity for you to raise your hand for your question to be addressed in this unmute present segment. Uh, So two things that I want to mention. Number one, uh, we will have a special guest coming on January 10th. Uh, We have reached out to the RAS Mobility team, and the RAS Mobility team is going to come and talk about the um, Mini Vision 2 phone. So people have asked about that, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to share more information about that in the near future, and you'll be able to hear that again on January 10th is when you can hear more information about that, and I do apologize about the dog. Uh, And then secondly, um, we've been publishing a lot of content. We did warn you. All that we would be publishing some more content to the Unmute present uh, podcast feed that comes up when you do a search for Unmute Presents on your favorite podcast app. Uh, so, I'm going to give you a quick recap of some of the content that we've posted going from uh, well, Sunday, which is the most recent, to last Tuesday. On Sunday, we posted a one minute and seven second audio. It is Marty just showing you how to restart your phone with Siri and iOS 16 or greater. So, you want to definitely give that a lesson if you. You haven't yet people seem to really like that one uh, the second one that we published was on Thursday and it was Mike it was with Michael Doys Marty and myself and we sat down and talked uh, for about 15 minutes of iOS 16, uh, If you or iOS 16.2. If you're curious about what that entails and what type of things are being released with iOS 16.2, again, this is specifically for the iPhone, then go give that a listen. And then last Tuesday, Marty kinda hinted at it, but if you missed it, there was a replay of the education event that was posted to the podcast feed that is the um, taking pictures from a blind person Perspective. Now, I have been asked a little bit of questions. Hey, hey, Michael, I'm I'm confused. Why are there two different ways I can subscribe to the podcast? So let me clarify that. These Tuesday calls that we are on right now are the only thing that are published to ACB community podcast feed. If you search for if you search for unmute presents in your favorite podcast app, you'll find unmute presents on ACB community. And that's where the additional content is being published. Speaking of additional content, Marty, you want to let people know what they'll be able to hear on Thursday.
1: Sure. So on Thursday, we are going to be dropping Sunday edition into our podcast feed. We were invited onto Sunday edition by Anthony, uh, this particular episode that we were on is the second hour and it was just recorded. There was no live stream of it this past Sunday due to the holiday schedule and Anthony uh, not being around. I believe he's out of town right now. So we recorded it and then dropped it into the Sunday edition feed, and we're going to redrop it into our feed this Thursday. So if you missed that, it's about an hour long, uh, our section, which is the second half. And uh, it was uh, really good. We had a good time. It was fun. We got into the weeds on a few different things. So look for that.
2: And one thing you guys always hear about technology about us, what I really appreciated from Anthony, who is not only out of the country, but out of the continent, uh, is the fact that he, he brought it To a more personal level. So if you want to know Marty and myself on a more personal level, you'll definitely want to give that a listen. It's also available in the Sunday edition podcast feed. So much content out there. What are we going to do with ourselves? Hey, Kayla, do we have any hands?
3: Yes, sir. First up is Herbie.
2: Hello, Herbie.
3: You may unmute.
4: (laughs) My switches. There we go. All right. So this is a rarity that I actually have a Windows question. Um, but it's actually not for me. It's some situation. So I was helping somebody a couple weeks ago, and they were trying to install NVDA on a new computer. And so uh, they were having some cited help, and I don't think this matters, though, but uh, they could download NVDA, but they could not run it. And I guess this is a known issue or whatever, but... I'm just wondering if anybody has any, if you have any ideas on things to have them try. I thought about, you know, a couple things like, you know, disabling like the user security, you know, like that, making mm-hmm. sure. But there is no option to allow NVDA through the firewall. And what,
2: what error did they get when you said they couldn't run it or was it just not coming up?
4: it was just not coming up from what i understand
2: is it a Shift new computer F10 and run as admin
4: i tried that i had them wow. try that and yes it was a new computer
1: so we know um, that the specs are definitely qualifying for running nvidia
4: yes and um, i uh, yeah i believe they are they could and they could successfully like i know they downloaded another web browser with no problems and ran it but it was just like nvda i think it would take them through like the set, the person through the setup process and then it would just sit ah, there
2: so the setup the setup file would run but it's not actually installing MVDA. Right. So here's what I would try in that instance, because that makes it a little different. The way I was understanding your question was yeah. the setup file wouldn't even run. Um,
4: I, I, I was unclear on that myself yeah. first when they were help, because you know how some side uh-huh. people are yeah.
2: explaining. Yeah, I get it. So um, what it would be worth trying, and I don't know if you tried this with them, is make, what I do is I put, I have a C clone backslash portable, and I just make a folder called portable and try to install a portable version of NVDA and see if that works.
4: Okay, so C colon backslash portable. You have to make the folder first. Make Yeah, make the folder first and then put the portable copy of NVDA in there
2: yep. and, and see, see if, if that, that runs. runs and then and then add a shortcut to the NVDA.exe to the desktop, and then it works like the regular NVDA, but if they ever switch computers, all they have to do is copy that folder to a thumb drive, and then their settings stay the same.
4: All right, sounds good. I will have them try that. Thanks, Herbie. Who is next, Kayla? Beth is up next.
2: Hey, Beth, how you doing? You'll need to unmute, Beth.
3: Um, would you like to move to Jewel, and then we'll come back to Beth after?
1: Yeah, Jewel let's do that. Hey, Jewel, okay. how's it going?
5: Hey, so I hope you all are doing great. Um, I have a question that you may or may not be able to answer. Um, so I have heard a lot about this new chat, GBT, from OpenAI. Um, are you all at all familiar with that? Yes, yes. ma'am. Okay, so I did try it out, and I found with voiceover, um, and this is on the Safari browser, it is having trouble reading the responses unless I add a new prompt, and then it'll read the last response. Are you seeing that all?
2: So first of all, I don't use chat GPT from my phone. Uh, It is something that I use for, I'm assuming you're using from the phone, right? Yes. What I think is happening, and you see this on the desktop, but you don't. Necess- I would assume you wouldn't necessarily see it on the lap on on the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Chat GPT doesn't just drop an answer to you. Chat GPT mm-hmm. represents that it is typing the answer to you, so it will show right. partial answers. And I think Safari may not be refreshing that as Chat GPT oh. refreshes it, because for example, I asked a question uh, and it started typing a response to me and. It It took probably a minute for the entire response to come through Mm -hmm. because it has to. What's what's really happening is it's obviously not typing it, but because it is processing so many requests from other individuals, it's got a slow delay on the response time for the actual request. One thing also
1: on. I'm not sure about Windows but on the Mac platform they actually do have a toolbar uh, utility where you can load uh ChatGPT up into the toolbar and then you just click it and Don't ask tell the me question. That, Marty. Yeah, you need to know this because it's good for you. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> so it'll
1: run more locally that way. So uh, if huh. you're a Mac user then that might be something to try out.
5: I'm not I'm I'm PC for uh, laptop, yeah. Um so is there a way to get the phone to refresh that, or should I just not try to use ChatGBT for my phone?
2: I wouldn't do it from your phone, huh? honestly, personally. I would use a computer. Or okay. at, at this point, I mean, it is very possible that there is an app in the App Store that will let there you interface are. with chat gpt How? directly there
5: so. are however yeah. they are subscription based they're like five of course bucks they are week. and chat
2: gpt will become subscription based probably right. in the next quarter so this is right. why they
1: give it to you free so they can get everybody sucked into it and then mm-hmm. everybody wants yeah. it and then they can go oh we're glad everyone enjoyed the free version now if you want to continue using <laughs> it it's the paid version
5: <laughs> but i think five dollars a week is a little expensive yes
1: yeah. no so but i don't be, think is they're it really five dollars a week or a month
2: App developers app. Are, are capitalizing on it and charging yeah. anywhere between five to, uh, you know, more per week instead of per week. Yeah. That's insane. So, well, I was like, make your nope, money you that. can. So,
6: all right, cool. So just Thanks, Jewel. Do it on the have a great holiday. Thank
2: you. Um all right, you point, too. Before we go to the next question, if we have time without any questions, we will tell you more about this Chat GPT, how cool. I'm using it, and why I love it so much. So, just want to let people know that.
1: Let's check in with Clubhouse and see what if we have any hands over there.
7: I have been checking, but we are good. I'm just going to check one more time. Um, yeah, we do right. not have any raised hands, so get those All right, hands thank up, you, Mel.
1: Mm-hmm. Kayla. Let's go for Beth. I believe uh, she's on yeah. mute now.
8: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, my phone was just being stubborn, but anyway, oh, that's okay. um, how you doing, Beth? I'm doing good. Um, I was going to ask about bi- Bible trivia. There's there was an app daily bible trivia and i tried to download it all it said was direct touch area but i couldn't uh, either turn it off or turn it on i couldn't do anything with the app and so i deleted it but unfortunately I like to, that
1: probably means it's not accessible with voiceover is what i'm assuming. oh shoot
8: um is there a way i can maybe uh contact the um developer
1: Yeah, when you go back into the App Store and you go to the app itself, so you would want to go back to that app in the App Store, and then if you scroll down a little, you'll see there'll be some developer information. A lot of times they'll Mm -hmm. either give you the developer's website or a developer's email, and you can contact them there. The other thing that you could do is make a comment on their uh, app page there, and a lot of times the developer will comment back in the page but uh, I would first try contacting them either through email or on their website mm-hmm. if they give you a way to look for that and a lot of times uh, the developer will be understanding and they'll try and uh, add the voiceover utility stuff to their app so that people can use it just all depends it's just gonna be a little bit of footwork on your end to right. see in the meantime I would suggest seeing if there's another app or a similar app that would do yeah. something similar to what you're looking for that does work with voiceover
8: yeah, because I um I know the blindfold games, but they have nothing pertaining to Bible, and I kind of want something pertaining to the Bible. But I will I will contact the um developer. But but when I couldn't um, unmute before, my phone wasn't doing anything. It like you know it kind of acted like just say if the battery was completely dead, it didn't want didn't speak. It didn't um, let me unmute. I wonder why it gets that way. Is it
2: just because Are you on <laughs> an iPhone SE by chance?
8: I'm on iPhone i I'm on iOS 16. iPhone no.
2: eight. Oh, an iPhone eight. Okay, okay.
1: Just, just I would restart yeah. your phone. That might help.
8: Okay, if that ever happens. Okay, okay. Thanks.
1: Yep. Have a great holiday, Beth.
8: Thanks. Have a merry Christmas.
1: All right. Who do we have le- next, Kayla?
9: Next we have Jane.
1: Hey, Jane. How you doing? Happy holidays.
9: Sorry. Hello. Um. Quickly for, I guess, an educational series, uh, can we, can we do one on, um, well, is it voiceover scripting? Something to do with, cause I know, I mean, there's a whole lot more to voiceover than just, well, on the Mac at least, to than just, um, well, tell, telling you everything, you could script a lot of uh, things and also, I guess, pertaining to voiceover hotspots to monitor said yep. things. And I was wondering if there was a, if perhaps we can do an educational
2: I have an idea of a couple of people to reach out to about that. That would be a good thing, Jane. So you're looking for like more of the advanced Mac voiceover tips for like uh being able to use hotspots or using Apple script to interact with voiceover and stuff like that.
9: Yeah, and uh well, now that shortcuts are here, uh that too um because okay. I know that uh, I know about the keyboard commander, but that's all I know. And there's yeah a whole lot more than just
1: well we can definitely do something like that if we can get it together and facilitate it and do all that we're definitely taking uh, suggestions from people on topics I would say email us you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com yeah. and that's anybody I mean if people have suggestions they want for the education series uh, definitely email us and if we can put it together and facilitate it we definitely will do that uh, suggestions are great um, so we'll definitely you know take any suggestions into consideration
2: so. and drop drop us an email jane because one of us will forget so if you could do that then i'll add it to my to list and and try to get someone to because so, we've talked about doing a shortcut series so so we can definitely look into that
1: thanks jane have a great holiday all right uh Up
3: next is william
1: hey william happy holidays how's it going
10: hey uh doing just fine i uh, hope you guys are doing well hope everyone's doing well So my question is, I have an iPhone SE, and on the Voice Memos app, when I go to record, how do I delete the recordings that I have already recorded? Do I go into the app and then...
1: Yeah, with voice memos, delete everything is inside of the app itself. So when okay. you open up the app, you're going to see a list of all the recordings that you've done there in a list. So from top to bottom, basically, and uh, you can delete anything you want out of that list. And you would do that the same way as anything else in the list. You could flick up, you know, if you're using voiceover and just look for delete and you can just delete it if you want.
10: Okay, and, perfect. And if if you wanted to save it, here's a
1: quick tip also. Are you, if you're using it on a, are you using it on a computer or using it on like an iPhone or an iPad?
10: Um, I'm using, I'm using it on my iPhone.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's how you would do it. Just go into the list view there and then you can just uh, use voiceover to flick up and you'll get the option to delete and you just can go through and delete whatever uh, ones you don't want to save anymore.
10: Perfect. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, no problem.
2: And Happy William, holidays, just Christmas. so you know, it yes. is actually faster in this instance to flick down because of the way that the rotor actions are supported, uh, flicking okay. down twice will take you to delete. There's also an edit button in the top right-hand corner that will allow you to bulk select uh, voice messages and then delete becomes available on the toolbar at the bottom of the screen.
10: Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm just new to technology and I'm just um
1: as you come across stuff bring them yes. and we'll uh try to answer your questions or you can send us an email and we'll try and answer your question over email
10: perfect thank you very much happy holidays yeah. merry christmas
1: <laughs> yep you too have a good one all right kayla
7: would you like to check in with clubhouse
1: chanel how are we doing we in we are good
7: over here there are okay. people in our audience but no questions
1: all righty then so right. back to you kayla
7: so we'll go to cindy next
1: hey cindy
11: hello um i i bought the the headphones from the washington uh convention and i got the cord that because mine didn't fit when it fits but now my problem is how do you turn the headphones off how do you you turn them off yeah because the the power (laughs) button doesn't work on that for that
2: um you, you to, press and hold the power button for 4 seconds and it should say power off. That's the middle button between the volume up and volume down. Are you oh. that doesn't work.
11: Well, I didn't try holding it. Um Yep. We, we had, to turn, off. Four we had to turn off uh, um we did. <laughs> we had to turn off um yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bluetooth to get it to shut off. <laughs>
2: Yep. Press and hold it for about four seconds, and that should power it off, and you should get audio feedback related to that. In addition, if for some reason you need to put the Tribit Quiet Plus noise cancellation headsets back into pairing mode, press and hold that same power button. You'll hear it say power on. Continue holding it, and that'll force it to go back into pairing mode so you can pair it with another device.
11: Okay, thank you.
2: No problem. And then, Cindy, one last tip. That switch on there, a lot of people think that is the power switch. That is actually the switch to enable or disable noise cancellation.
11: Oh, which switch? Oh, the one where the blue light
2: is? Uh, I'm not sure if it has a blue light, but it's the only switch on the headset.
1: Do those have uh, transparency mode as well or only noise canceling? Only noise
11: cancellation.
2: Okay, Okay, thank you. I hope that helps,
11: Cindy. Thank you. It does. Uh,
1: all right. Have Who do we got next? So yeah, you too. Have a great holiday, Kayla. You
3: too. Up next, we have Rantu.
1: Rantu, how's it going? Hi,
12: everyone. Happy right. holidays. It's uh, happy holidays to you. I'm a a list maker. That's how I navigate my day. And um, I've been looking for an app that that works like um, the way I take. I make a list for the day, and then I check them off when I'm done. And uh, I found one app that was called uh, To Do, and it's not—it's not, it's not uh, working. It's not the way I want it. Uh, is there a, another? Are you app? first
1: of all a couple of questions for you, Rantu? One is: Are you on an iPhone or an iPad, or what are you using to make lists on?
12: A PC computer.
1: What was that, Rantu? A PC a PC, com- PC, oh, okay. PC computer. Okay. Uh, I would suggest maybe Microsoft, uh, they have a to-do list, and also there's Todoist, which is something Michael uses a lot. Are you familiar
2: with Todoist on Windows, Michael? So, Rantu, let me ask you a question. Um, When you said you tried an app called Todo, was it from Microsoft, do you know?
12: It was uh, from the Play Store.
2: From the Play Store on your phone?
12: No, I'm from the computer.
2: Okay, so on the Microsoft Store. Okay, so what I would do is I would look up Todoist. T o d o i s t. It's like to do, but it's spelt differently. If that's not D-O- the one,
12: go ahead. T o d o i s t.
2: Yep, it's like to do list minus the l. So t o d o i s t. That's the one that I use on Windows fairly regularly. Um, And it will let you sort your tasks so you can only see things that are specifically due today, or you can create different projects and add tasks to those projects. So you can go in and be like, oh, I have this and this and this to do for unmute present so I can work on getting those tasks completed. Uh, I do like the flexibility of the way that it works. And if I remember right, Ron, too, you're on Android and it will work with your Android phone as well.
12: Okay. And I get that at, uh, at the window at the Microsoft. Yep.
2: Yep. You can get it from the Microsoft store or simply just go to todoist, dot com. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Give that a try and let us know how, if that works better for your, uh, task management needs. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Ron too. Thanks for your question.
3: All right. Up next we have Charlie.
1: Hey Charlie. How you doing? Happy holidays.
3: All right, Charlie is still um, muted, so
13: we'll check back with in with him, and we'll go to Pam.
1: Hey, Pam, how you doing? Happy holidays. Well,
13: I think I'm doing well, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whichever holiday all the things. Happy all the things. And even for those who don't, uh, stay warm.
1: (laughs) Definitely. What can we do Uh, for you, Pam?
13: Okay, I have a question, uh, a suggestion for an educational topic to cover at some point. Uh, the Speaking of shortcuts, the Shortcuts app on iOS, I have never had good luck using it. I have not found a good tutorial on it. It all goes, well, it goes right above the heads of most lay people. The, what little info i have found and i have not had good luck using it so those who know how to use it i would love some tips
1: we uh, are definitely working on putting together shortcuts it's a popular thing that a lot of people have requested so we are working on putting something together Um, michael do you have anything else you want to drop in about that
2: Nope, I appreciate that feedback Pam. That just justifies some of the the internal pondering that I've had of my own. So we will definitely work on getting some some shortcut stuff together. So
13: Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one having problems with it. I was beginning to think I was simply an nope. idiot. No, <laughs> no
2: no no now now there are some very creative people in the community not going to shout out any names but he knows yeah. who he is who've done some great things for uh, shortcuts on ios and and uh, using shortcuts so we'll see if we can reach sorry. out to him and a couple other people to, to make that happen because I would
13: imagine I know who it is I will I will try doing that
2: thanks <laughs> no problem <laughs> thanks hello Thank
1: everybody you. sorry about that.
3: Right, Charlie is up next.
1: <laughs> All right, Charlie, how you doing? Hello. Happy holidays. Hello. What can we do for you today? Hello, happy holidays to you guys. I would Thank like you. to know
2: if you guys have a newsletter that we can subscribe to. Not yet. Uh, actually, Marty, we do. We okay, we have. We <laughs> if you go to unmute.show, there's a form that you can fill out to subscribe to get updates on the Unmute Presents calls. Unmute.show.com? Yes, sir. Nope, just unmute.show. Or if we okay. go back... If you go back to the acb community call email list there's a link to the page right there as well all right thank you so much no have a problem. happy, happy holidays and happy new years
1: <laughs> yep you, you too thank you do we want to check in with clubhouse real quick chanel
7: there are no
14: hands
1: all right kayla
7: all right heidi
14: you're up next
1: hey heidi how you doing
14: well i think that my uh zoom updates actually went through because it's showing my name now yay yeah we can hear you um <laughs> I have uh, two quick questions for you, uh, okay. one in regards to, uh, I have an iPhone. I'm wondering if there's just a quick, easy way for me to be able to add different occurrences, like on the ACB newsletter when I want to put different um, Zoom meetings into like a reoccurring calendar event. Is there an easy way to do that? I've been trying to figure this out for weeks now, and I just cannot seem to manage to to throw something quick and easy onto a calendar event.
1: Well, I actually use a third-party app called Fantastical, which is a really great app, and inputting the information is really easy. It's just you can either type it straight out onto one line. So, for example, you can say Unmute Presents Tuesday at 1 p.m. You can either just dictate that out or say that uh, into the line, and then you just add the event, and it will just do everything else for you. Once you've done that, you go to the event itself on the calendar. So, say, like you made it for today, you would look Uh at that today you would go to the event you would click on it and open it up and then in there you have some options to recur it for every week every month every year whatever you want and so you can create one event with all of the details alerts all of that stuff and then you can set how often you want to have it reoccurring if that's something you want to do
2: i love
14: so is there, is there any way to do it on the actual built-in calendar? Because I live by the calendar on my phone, and I just, for whatever reason, cannot seem to get the ACV uh, media events to reoccur unless I manually, and it's just a little more time consuming than I'd like.
2: So in the default calendar, um, there sh- you should find a reoccurring option if you hit the edit button in the top right corner of the event. And are you not finding that, or did you not know to tap the edit button?
14: Well, no, I, I can do it, and I'm just wondering if there's a quicker, shorter way to do it directly from the email, ACB emails, ah, if there's no. any way to do it direct. Oh, there isn't. Okay, no, well, then no. I've been be- racking my brain for zero reasons.
2: <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, it w- it would be nice if there, and, and the technological capability of this would be a little bit too much for a daily email. Uh, right. But, and, and as Chanel said in the chat, that the Zoom links do change from time to time. Right. Um, Right. But but yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I really like Fantastic Cal though. If you haven't checked it out yet, especially for adding events, I, I
14: will... might look into that. I might I might see if that um, works and out for how I want it to work. One so, thing I
2: will say
1: is a lot of people use it strictly for the input value mm-hmm. of it because it's so easy and editing everything. And mm-hmm. as long as you're logged into your iCloud calendar or you know uh, iCloud on. Your device, and you have Fantastical logged into that as well, then you can use Fantastical for your inputting and mm-hmm. adjusting. But then it also syncs to your actual iCalendar app, and then you'll have all that stuff there. So you can set it for reoccurring for whatever event through Fantastical, and it will also then do it in your uh, Apple Calendar app as well. You
2: said Stop iCalendar, checked. Marty. I love like
14: um, it. So, one more quick streamlined question, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this. I've been an iPhone user for years and I, I'm recently blind, so I'm readjusting to voiceover and navigating and whatnot. Um, so, my question is, and I'm pretty sure that this is still not the case, is there any way to transition one Apple ID to another ID, or do they still have that lockdown?
1: As far as I know, they still have it locked down. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to combine contacts or something like that into one of them? Yeah,
14: because I've gone recently, um, I lost employment due to blindness um, with, with the corporation I was working with for years and years. And that's where my Apple ID resides. And of course, I have no access to that corporate email any longer. So I have another Apple ID, but... Most of the contact information I have is on this old work ID since I used it for 20 plus years. So I'm trying to just figure out instead of having to manually consolidate, I kind of figured that was going to be the case. So one thing I
1: can suggest, I'm not guaranteed that this would work, but you could go onto one account and you could Mm -hmm. back up your, your contacts. Mm -hmm. And then it will download to your computer. And then you could import those contacts into the other uh, account that you have. So you are able to back up all of your contacts. I I just don't know how messy that's going to get.
2: It it actually shouldn't be that messy. That's the way that I recommend people doing it is um, if you're using voiceover and if you still have the contacts on your phone, that makes it even easier, even though they're in a different Apple ID. You can go to the main menu, flick down on the the list of contacts that's associated with the work ID, and there's an Mm -hmm. option to export. When you export that, just email it to yourself, to your personal email, Mm -hmm. and then you have a copy in your email. Then open that email in the mail app, double tap on the attachment, and there'll be an option to import. All of the contacts and then you can choose what list to import them to. Well, and then
1: hello, when, you go in, and okay. when you go into the contacts also on iOS, uh, they've made it now so you can make groups, edit groups, do all the groups so stuff on now, the iDevice. Right.
14: I- Right. Okay. That's actually, that's a really great idea. I thought about doing the whole importing, but I'm like, geez, last time I had to do this was years ago. And it was just, it was a nightmare.
2: It was really messy. Shoot us an
1: email if you have any more questions and we can definitely help you out.
2: Uh, If you need more help, just let us know and
1: shoot us an email and we'll get a hold of you.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Two last things I want to mention too. Uh, obviously, sure. uh, don't don't worry about it. I get to teach Marty something because I don't know if he knew this. In Fantastic Al, Marty, you can actually type unmute presents every Tuesday at ten a.m. and then you don't have to go back in and make it reoccurring. It'll reoccur what? every week. There you so go. Okay. See? Not enough to parse That's that. Pretty or convenient. If you wanted to, you can do something on a board meeting that I had that would say uh, board meeting every third Friday of the month, and it will automatically calculate that for you as well. Uh, and then okay. secondly, related to the contacts, um, if you in- export your contacts and then you import them, and let's say you have two of the same, because you know, personal mm-hmm. and work life do tend to merge. Right. Uh, there is now in iOS 16, an option at the top of your list of contacts that says merge duplicate contacts. And if you tap on merge duplicate, Duplicate contacts that will take all of the data and merge them into the uh, iCloud account that you would prefer them to be into, and then all the data stays in sync. I did it with a, a couple of contacts that had multiple email addresses, and it makes oh, it
14: super easy nice. Yep. Now, if I if I go to hit that merge contacts now, though, would it just take out all my duplicates now as well? Or would yeah. it only have to be in the importing process?
2: Um, it, it will take out any duplicates you have now and merge them all what? together. Into I'm going to play with
14: that, that today. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and it it's come a long way. Have.
14: Yeah. Oh, for, yes, for sure. And if right, you have questions, you, like
1: everybody. I said, email us and we'll help you out.
14: Perfect. Alrighty. Thank you.
1: All right. Kayla.
14: All right. And just up, so okay. Oh, okay. wait, I hold have- on.
7: Should no, you? I didn't want to interrupt. I was just trying to tell you whenever you you are ready, when you come to Clubhouse, we do have people. So,
1: All right. Let's take a question from Clubhouse since we haven't yet.
7: Oh, okay. Then let's go to Jeff Bishop.
1: Jeff Bishop, actually, how just, are you doing? Happy holidays.
0: Good. Happy holidays. I just had a comment about this issue with uh, multiple Apple IDs. Um, the, really the best way to, and this, probably the safest way to do this is actually to use iCloud.com. There's a couple of cave- caveats here though. If the um, original provider of her email or if there was two-factor authentication enabled on that Apple ID, it could be that, that she's not going to be allowed to get into that account depending upon how that two-factor is enabled. So that could be a problem. However, if um, she can log in and if she knows the you know, email address and password of the Apple ID, then the safest way to do this is actually to go in and you can, you know, uh, actually download, and there's multiple versions of your contact list there. Uh, you can download that into a CSV file and then import it back. So there's there's a couple of ways to, to, to do that, but that's really the cleanest way as opposed to doing it on the phone and adding another Apple ID and all of that. Just mm-hmm. do it through iCloud.com. You're going to be... Independently doing it, whereas you know you're not doing anything to the phone itself. You're just going to be bringing in data into your new, newly created Apple ID. That's probably going to be the safest way to do it. We've had to do this a couple of times for family members of of our family, and it gets a little messy because there's this restriction of you know not being able to activate uh, accounts except for every 90 days and all kinds of other restrictions. And you just don't want to get into that. So the best way to do it is just go to iCloud.com. Now, they just did a revision of iCloud.com, so mileage may vary. Hmm. So you may need Thank some you. cited assistance in using that website. But um, that's probably the safest way, and it would be the only way that I probably would attempt this. So that's all you know, I had to offer. Thanks,
1: Jeff. We appreciate
14: your input. Sorry, so using the iCloud.com account, um, what part of iCloud would I go into to do that? I don't want to take too much of your guys' time. I'm sorry.
10: No problem. Um, so you, th- I, there's a tool. I, a, I, can't I believe get into
14: there's a old, oh go ahead.
0: Yeah. If do, do you know the do you know the original email address and password of the Apple ID? I
14: sure do. Yeah.
0: And you
1: have access okay. to it?
14: I as far as I know, I sure do. I just That's so critically important anymore. that you have access. Yeah.
0: So if you go to iCloud.com in, you know Google Chrome or pick right. your browser. It doesn't matter. Pick one. Then there should be a a, a, um, a tools option there. That, now they've they revised this revised this. So um, I don't know exactly if they've reorganized the way this looks, but there's an area where you can actually download your your contacts, and you can restore contacts from MyCloud as well. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Like if you accidentally delete a contact, you can go up and say, actually re- restore my contacts to the way they were two weeks ago. And it will do that. Um, and I've had to do that myself. So, um, but no, you can actually download all your contacts and then close the browser, then take that file and bring it into your new Apple, I- you know, your new Apple ID. It's perfectly fine.
2: And, and oh. if you're using a If you're using a screen reader, I just checked it out. This is a lot cleaner than it used to be. Anyways, you go... uh, Yeah, it used to be a real pain. Yeah, it did. Uh, Open contacts application button is the first thing you'd choose on. And then um, once that opens, there's a frame that you... If on the Mac, you would interact with or just use navigation to get to the frame. And then there's a button that says... Uh, show actions menu button and if you choose that then under that menu is a select all and so you would choose that to select all your contacts and then you choose that uh, show actions menu button again and then choose export and that'll give you a <laughs> variety of formats to export <coughs> the data into
14: and i'm assuming if i'm on a pc that i'm just going to be is there like a file option for export
2: yeah yep so okay. the, it looks like it's straightforward the
14: standard windows rules apply okay Yep. Yeah. perfect Awesome! Yep. Thank
13: you,
2: guys. That's the so safest way
14: to do it. it. I'll give it a go. I'll totally give it a go. That that gives me a lot of uh, a sigh of relief, actually.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. And like <laughs> I said, email us if you run into issues, and we can help you out.
14: Thank
0: Merry okay, Christmas, okay. everybody! Thanks,
14: Thank Jeff. You. We
1: appreciate the input. All right, should we take one more in Clubhouse?
7: Well, the other person in Clubhouse actually spoke on Zoom, so you may want right. to go and Thanks, wait Chanel. till round two. Yeah,
1: let's go back to Kayla.
3: All right. Up next, we have a phone number, and it's 619-261. That's
15: me. That's me. It's Diane. Diane.
1: All right. Okay. Diane, hey. how are you doing?
15: Good. How are happy you? Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. So I came in late, so I don't know if this was covered or not, but my iPhone is terrible since this update. Like, I can't do... My dictation is awful. I'll say, like, open mail, and then I'll say, what do you want to know about Mila? Like, totally <laughs> ridiculous stuff. and I have several email accounts and I'll open one account and this it'll read for that say my work email will start reading a personal email and everything is just all mixed up and I'm wondering if you guys have any solutions or suggestions
2: so I figured Marty would jump in here so I'll jump in uh two things that come to mind and uh does this happen Diane after you restart your phone when you're able to restart your phone
15: and that's another thing. Yeah. So, um, it happens all the time. It doesn't okay. matter.
2: Okay. Um, what I would check, so it's reading incorrect emails, right. And, and just reading stuff that's not important. Is that correct?
15: No. So let's say I open, um, my blind shell USA email. Okay. And uh-huh. it'll say, like, say, it'll say, um, Michael Babcock, and then it'll say subject, um, blind shell USA. But then before I even open the email, it'll start reading text from Groupon.com, something from my inbox, for my personal email.
2: Gotcha. So do you have iOS 16.2 on your phone? I, I don't know. The, honestly, I would check for updates because this is one of the bugs that was fixed with voiceover in iOS 16.2. I completely relate to what you are experiencing and check okay. for updates is my first suggestion for you. Sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Check <laughs> check for updates. Cause if you're not on 16.2, I think you'll, you'll have a lot better of an experience with uh voiceover and reading emails. Cause yeah, that, that was a pain.
1: Yeah, definitely is an issue, but it is a little bit better in 16, too.
15: Okay, thank you. And what about the dictation? Am I the only one who's having an issue with? I think it's Siri is what the issue is.
1: Yeah. I would suggest, so this is weird, but I would suggest if it's just out there and saying things that are completely out of left field, try restarting your phone. And sometimes that actually helps kind of knock it back into a little bit of a better place. It's still not perfect, but it does help a bit.
15: Okay. All right. Thank you guys.
1: Yep. All right. Who do we got next? Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Happy holidays. How you doing?
10: Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. Um, I would have a quick question. I'm looking for an accessible markdown editor on the Windows or Mac that will let me convert to HTML and PDF. And I've tried a bunch of these, and I haven't found one. So I thought I'd see if you know of one. Can I jump in, Marty? Yeah, go for it.
2: Because you said Mac, I recommend drafts. Have you played with that at all? No, I have not tried that one yet. So Drafts has actions built in to specifically render um, Markdown into PDF rich text format or HTML. In addition, there's a copy rich text. And so it'll copy the Markdown, uh, convert it over to rich text, and then you can paste it wherever you need to as well. Uh, There is another app called Marked that a lot of people, M-A-R-K-E-D, that a lot of people use. So that's Mm -hmm. a popular one. I've used ByWord in order to do especially HTML. HTML related things because uh, you can preview the markdown with command option p and that'll let you preview it in an html uh uh, window if on windows honestly you have two three suggestions there's um uh vs code which would work for markdown um it, it to me it's a little bit a little extreme for yeah, just using so, markdown. That,
10: that's why I don't want that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, you can write markdown anywhere because it is plain text. It just won't convert it. Uh, right. writage for Microsoft Word is an add-on that you can use for uh-huh. uh, manipulating markdown in Word too. So suggestion,
10: Ma- oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. On the Mac, it's by Word will allow me to convert them.
2: Uh, so yeah, ByWord actually doesn't do any conversion. ByWord I just use for previewing. Um, on the Mac, if, if you need, if conversion is important, I would look up, uh, I would get drafts and use drafts, um, okay. at least to get started with. Okay
1: there's also I'm gonna throw in a couple of suggestions really quickly on uh, the Mac platform there is BB edit made by Barebones software it is in the Apple Mac App Store if you want to download it there or you can go to the bare bones website and look at it they have two versions one is a free version one is the full version uh, I think the full version is one time payment of 50 bucks if I remember correctly but the free version is more than enough for most people it used to actually be called text Rank. They sort of got rid of that and they just built in a free version of BB Edit and they have a full version of BB Edit. So if you're just looking for all of the basic stuff, then I would try that. One other thing I would suggest is a uh, text editor called um, Bear and Allison Sheridan did a whole primer on that one I believe it's $12 a year and the thing about that one is it works on Mac iPad and iPhone and so that might be an option if you're looking for something to be on the computer and on your devices so she did a primer on that a couple of episodes ago it was pretty good and you could take a look at that in the app store as well
10: okay thank you very much
2: yep no problem Lastly, thank you for using Markdown. I wish more people would. It's an amazing tool. All right. Who's next, Kayla?
3: Next is Diane D.
1: Hey, Diane. Happy holidays. How's it going? She already went. Oh, unless it's a different one.
3: This is a different Diane. Okay. Hey, Diane. Diane Ducharme. All right. Maybe um,
1: should we uh, go yep. to the next person?
3: Yep. So up next would be Jewel. All
1: right, Jewel. I know you have a comment, so go for yeah.
6: it. I just had a quick tip for, um, can y'all hear me okay?
1: Yes, we can hear you.
6: Okay. I thought maybe she was interjecting because she couldn't hear me. Okay. Um, So I had a quick tip for Beth on the direct touch of the app that she was talking about. Um, This may not help with all apps. However, it helps most apps that have direct touch. If you go into Settings, VoiceOver, Rotor, and select Screen Recognition, Add that to your rotor. Then when you go into an app that has direct touch and no accessibility that you can tell, go to the rotor for screen recognition, toggle that. It'll start recognizing things on the screen most of the time. Um, So it may recognize a button or it may recognize um, some text. um, And then you'll be able to use that app. Now, the reason you put it in in your app and your uh, rotor is because if the app doesn't have the issue with the direct touch, you do not want that screen recognition on. So you'll want to go back in, toggle screen recognition, back off for any other apps because it's very annoying otherwise, and it may ruin your experience with other apps.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Jewel.
6: And Michael, you say button the same way I do. I think that's amazing because I've never heard anybody say it the same way. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Jewel. Have a good holiday. All right, Kayla.
6: All right. Diane
1: have, is did, still did, She got she never got unmuted, huh? Let's check in with Clubhouse then really quick yeah. while waiting for Diane.
7: And I think Diane Ducharme is the same person it that is. went before. But oh. yep. is it? um so in Clubhouse, our one repeat did leave, but then another one came, and that is Cindy Hewen. All right, <laughs> Cindy,
1: how you doing? Happy holidays.
7: And you'll need to unmute Cindy. Okay, here I am. Yep. There I
11: do
7: Um speaking of issues with,
11: with Syria and whatnot. Um, I have an issue with my dictation, because when I start, especially if I'm doing a voice, you know, doing it vocally, or even if I'm not, um, it will record everybody else and what they're saying and it'll write it down in the message box. <laughs> and, and then I can't get, you know, I can't get it to stop doing that. Is there a way to...
1: Yeah. You're going to have to dictate in a more quiet situation. If you're in a place where there's a lot of people, it unfortunately is going to pick up what other people saying. Now, if you're speaking directly into the microphone and you're continuously speaking, it's going to try and pick up your audio first because you're, you know, right there into the microphone. But if you stop speaking to process maybe a thought, then it's going to start picking up other people's voices if it hears other people's voices. So what I suggest is just try trying to dictate in somewhat of a more quiet space, if possible. Otherwise there's not really a way to turn off everybody else in the room and only pick up your
2: voice.
11: Okay. Thank you.
2: Yep. Sometimes I wish there was a way to turn off other people in the room.
11: Yeah. (laughs) I hear you. Mm. All right. Thank you. Happy holidays. You
1: too. Yeah. You too. Thanks. You have a great one. You too. Chanel, do we have anybody else in clubhouse?
7: Not at the moment. I will double check though.
2: And we're at about forty nine after. Okay. All right.
7: So, and
3: I believe that is not the same Diane because we have three Dianes in here actually. (laughs) Did we
2: get Um... (laughs) Diane that
1: we're waiting on unmuted?
3: (laughs) If you want to unmute while you're unmuting, we'll go to uh,
13: Pam, and then we'll check back in for Diane. (laughs) Yeah, I'm back Um, very quickly for the one who was having problems. uh, Tell asking Siri to. send an email to so-and-so or send a text to so-and-so. Now, I don't use Siri for that, but so what I'm giving is really secondhand information, but for a lot of people it works. What you want to do is press the button to get bring up Siri and don't just immediately start saying text John Smith because sometimes Siri will not hear the word text and she'll just hear John Smith. And then she'll ask you, well, what do you want me to know? What do you want to know about John Smith or something like that? So what you want to do is hold the button, let let it beep um, the first beep and wait for a second or two before saying, while you're still holding the button, uh, wait and say, and then say, text john smith and that way she he or she will understand that you want to text that person you don't just want to know something about john smith as if you're doing a web search so that's the only thing i can suggest
1: thanks pam we appreciate the input i
13: don't don't do it that way but thanks
1: all right we're running out of time so let's try and see if we can get through the last couple of people that we have Uh here
3: So Lisa G, you're up next.
1: Lisa, happy holidays. How's it going?
3: Hi, happy holidays. Well, I just wanted to say I finally returned my um, old computer and recycled it. And I'm not sure if you've mentioned this before, but you can recycle it. There's a website that they can send you the website. Apple can send you the website. And um, they can send you a box so you can recycle it. You don't even have to go to the store. I happen to get a ride. But they have a system that you can just, they'll have somebody come and pick it up to recycle it. Just wanted to share that.
1: Oh, great. Thank Thanks you for, you so the much for the tip. That's help. super awesome.
3: Yeah, it's it's great for us because we don't have to figure out how to get there. And um, thank you so much for helping me with how to how to clear it out and clean it out before sending it in because that's really important to erase it. Thanks so much for everything. Have a great holiday and happy new year see you next
1: yep, year yep you too thank you very much and thanks for the input all right well, kayla
3: ann is up next
1: hey ann can you hear me yes we can hear you yeah, how okay. are you doing happy holidays um,
14: i got this the other night one time but nobody knows the answer to it um i reached over and picked up my phone and the but- button um the home button was like stuck pushed in and scared me to death i thought what am i supposed to do with this and so I finally pressed it 3 times and voiceover came on. What what caused that, do you know?
1: Sometimes you just get a weird glitch. You know, the devices can act funny or do a weird thing. Have a software glitch from maybe something that freaked out in the system. I would just recommend restarting your phone. A lot of times that really causes, I mean, solves a lot more problems, you know, on a restart. For whatever reason, it's just a great way to start. If you're having some, you know, wonkiness to your phone or you're having some weird glitches, just go ahead and restart. Uh, the Even other if thing I would, had just
14: re- restarted it earlier that day doesn't matter
1: sometimes it helps i would also check for updates and see if you have any operating system updates to make sure that you're up to the latest and greatest that will give you a lot of security and bug fixes as well as long as you're updated to the latest and greatest
7: if you don't
8: pick up some new ones
1: (laughs) yeah that's the hope you know (laughs) solve one problem and get two more problems right (laughs) all right well thanks you have a great holiday
3: all right so we have about six minutes and three hands. So up next
8: is Beth. Hey, Beth. Hi. Yeah, um, I'm wondering, like, you were talking to a guy, he asked on Windows, what do you do for lists, like making lists? But how do you do it on your phone? Because seems like somebody said there was an app you could make a grocery list.
1: Well, you can use Apple Notes, and there is a list in there option. So you can either do a bulleted list or a checkbox list. That would be the free, easiest way to start is just using the built-in Apple Notes app. After that, you're going to start getting into third-party apps. So on iPhone, there's a plethora.
8: My my phone was talking, so I didn't hear you could do app bullet lists, and then what?
1: Within the Notes app on your phone, you can do bulleted lists. You can do checkbox lists checks oh oh god i can't speak sorry check boxes (laughs) you know as a list Uh, you could do that in apple notes that's a free way to start if you want to try that otherwise there's a plethora of third-party apps that you can try in every you know look design feel simplicity advanced on the iphone so i would start with apple notes and then from there if that's not good enough uh, we can recommend some other apps you know come back and let us know how you uh, like Apple notes. And if that's not working, we'll give you some other recommendations to try.
8: Okay. And thank you, Jewel for giving me that tip for the um, uh, screen or direct touch. Yep.
1: Yep. So. All right. Who do we okay. got next? Thanks.
8: Bye. Have a great
3: one,
1: Beth. Have a good holiday.
3: Diane, you may un- um, go ahead. You're unmuted. You're on the phone. Okay. Uh, Rantu.
1: Okay. This is going to have
12: to be the last one. Rantu. So, okay um i had a problem with my uh android phone i was trying to send a group sms text message and i was able to uh with some difficulty get all the names that i wanted in the group that i was sending the one text and when i did that uh i wasn't able to find where to then type the text message. Any button I pushed started the whole thing again, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> it was quite perplexing. So I didn't, I didn't send the message. It just, it was just too much.
2: So we are getting close to the top of the hour. I'll give you two suggestions. Hopefully they'll help you run, run Uh There yeah. should have been a done button in the lower right-hand corner of the add recipients option. If there wasn't, then you wouldn't need you would be able to flick to it, but you, there should be a edit box above the letter Y that you should have been able to tap on. And that would have initiated the message itself uh, to the group recipient.
12: Okay. And Marty, uh, how do we contact you? Uh, The email is going to be
1: unmutepresents at gmail.com. You can email us there to get a hold of us, and uh, we can answer whatever questions you may have.
12: Unmutepresents at gmail.com.
2: Yep. And... With that, Ran, too, thank you for being the last question. Thank you, individuals, for listening and joining in and asking questions and participating. Uh, the participation is what makes this call the, the call that it has become. Uh, next week, we will be having Michael Doys back in order to do the second part of an education series related to photography from a sight-impaired individual's perspective. Remember to check out the Unmute Presents podcast on your favorite podcast app so you can get some of the exclusive content we talked about earlier today. And Marty, in the last minute, go ahead and wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I just want to say happy holidays to everyone. Hope everyone has a great and safe holiday. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And I also would like to thank Herbie kayla and chanel for our team today helping us out in the background handling all of the background stuff and with that everyone have a great holiday and we will see you next week thanks a lot and have a good one
8: merry christmas thank you
1: yep
9: bye